Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Here at Guitar Nerds, we're massive fans of Stringjoy guitar strings, and you should be too. Stringjoy, if you don't know, are the world's first true string custom shop, but they also do a whole bunch of standard sets made to the same super high custom shop quality. And one of my favourite things about just how lovely Scott and the team are is the Stringjoy reward system. A bit like a Tesco club card, but cool. Every set of strings you buy earns you points. Each pack is worth a dollar in points, and you can save those virtual dollars and put them towards anything in the Stringjoy merchandise store, which, when you have a bucket of guitars and you're always restringing them, makes for a whole bunch of points and thus free merch. It's just a little thing they've set up to say thank you, but I think it's testament to just what a super bunch of people they are and how deserving they are of your string business. Stringjoy strings are available at stringjoy.com and at 400 plus dealers across the globe. If your local store doesn't stop Stringjoy yet? Ask them to. JD. Hey Joe, what's up? What does Santa suffer? Well, wait, first of all, it's definitely Christmas time now. It's December, all the shops are playing Christmas songs, and that means I get to do Christmas. Dad. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Here we go. All right. Does just suffer from if you get stuck in a chimney? Oh, I don't know what. Claws trophobia. Yes. Yes. Hello, dear listener. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Branson, joined this week by J.D. Short. Hello. Hello. Hello, J.D. Hello, dear listener. Welcome. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard this, the 45th episode, 45th episode of this series. We've had, for the first year ever, a few missed weeks. I mean, maybe we had a couple in the past, but... I feel like I was more aware of them this year. So apologies, dear listener, for a slightly shorter profile of podcasts in this season four, although it should be something like season 10. We only started doing seasons after whatever it was, seven years of uh, six years, seven years of podcasting. It's just nice to make sure the math never uh, makes it easy for anyone. <laughs> like, they, they always talk about doing this for a decade, and it says oh, it's season, season four. four. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Packham was so annoyed that we started doing seasons because he was like, but you could be on episode 800 by now, and that would sound so much better. And I was like, oh, yeah, but, but uh, you, yeah, he's probably yeah. right. He's always I, right. You know, he, yeah, he was I mean, better at this than me. He he is often right. I the other thing though is that you know we, we I believe I don't know but I'm I'm just going to go with it, uh-huh. um, which is how all great podcasts go. Um, <clears throat> I believe that we're still getting new listeners, people finding yeah. out about the podcast for the first time, yeah. and it's incredibly daunting to hear episode 800 and be like, Ooh, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, when, when do I want to go back? Like, what are you going to do? Go back to a, a pre 
Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what didn't exist at the time? Yeah, was was exactly. Strymon a thing then? I don't remember. <laughs> like, <But> Strymon, <laughs> I don't think were even in existence when the first yeah. Gitanos podcast came out. That's true. What, what, what? Oh, yeah, this is probably one of our reflection episodes that we can do one of the, not not this one but an idea for shows like what what has changed today that from when guitar nerds started even even you know when it was the four of you you know from gack and stuff like yeah, yeah. even those days but yeah, I mean, there was no Helix when yeah, we started out. I mean, I remember w- w- us doing an episode with uh, a fella called Jay Dor, who yeah. um, who later became Matt's boss, uh, Matt Knight's boss when Matt Knight moved to boss. And then yeah. Matt eventually became, you know, his job role. But we had Jay Dor on board to talk about the Emmy 80 i think it's the 80 it might even be the 70 but i think it's the 80 we had him on board to talk about how innovative it was as a foot controller and i know the me 90 is still very innovative but it's almost it's a niche thing now we talk about it's innovative if you're old school and you need knobs on your pedal board you know whereas uh whereas back then it was like it's an all-in-one solution before helix before you know the uh i mean fractal was probably still around then but it was so exclusive at that point you know before any of those uh foot controllers before neural dsp or what the like yeah i mean it was definitely before the soul food and before the <laughs> you know like any soul sort of mi- mini mini pedal power supply uh <laughs> you know like all the, all the i hits. think at the time i didn't have a switcher when we started off yeah. I was probably using a stag pedal board. Uh, I had no switcher. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I I think I was probably using a, what, what was the, was it, a, was I using a Voodoo Labs or maybe a T-Rex Ooh. power supply? Yeah. Like a Voodoo Labs four yeah. by four. That's oh, what I was wow. using. Yeah. yeah. I used, you know. I used to run two, two of the, the Voodoo Labs, yeah, what was the the pedal Mondo? The, the Voodoo Labs no, Mondo. It, Mondo was, wasn't that when I started. Yeah, oh, that was a game changer. Yeah. Ten years ago, that was a game yeah. changer. I got I got Tim, the guitarist in Polymath One. It weighed so much; yeah. it's the size yeah. of a brick. But I'm like, dude, you can stop bringing three power supplies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can have one point of failure, but luckily it <laughs> never fails. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think my board around that time that you started was I think my that was one probably when I had like a massive yeah it was all it was all Moog and um, Mutron oh, wow. like like you know because it was like I had the 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 Moog the Moger Foger ring mod and I then feel like the with few... like four four expression pedals for it <laughs> there are only a couple of years in difference between the two of us but i feel like you managed to excel to an extremely professional pedal board way uh, before i, I uh, way before well, i did i, I it's because i yeah i just i always really loved pedals and then i just and i and one of the bands i was in i stopped using any effects that i couldn't do my this is the thing that i had in my brain i was like i i don't want to do anything that i couldn't just actually do myself whilst playing so so and so because it was so it you was, could do vibrato and tremolo i, I so guess I, I only use octave and chorus those oh. are the only two effects i had <laughs> i didn't want distortion oh so there was the band that i was in that we lost a guitar player and we just decided not to replace it so it, ended, it was right. like bass drums and the singer played trumpet and auxiliary percussion as well and it was just me overplaying like loads of stuff, like two loads of two end tapping and chords and stuff. And I didn't want to do distortion because that just seemed too obvious or, you know, and it was right, like that right. era of loads of just like morphine was big at the time. And, you know, like trying and I didn't want to be compared to morphine and, and that, and so I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just stubbornly or just being like, I'm just going to have a chorus. And so it was just that EBS octobase and, the uh, um, Dan Electro Cool Cat and a wow. tuner. Um, and the Cool Cats, what I, that was when I was still running the two, the two big stereo rigs. So okay. I had the two eight tens and split on stage left, stage right. And all so coming cool. from the Cool Cat, all coming. From, so it's like, oh, when the course, pedal. It, oh, it's, I still, 
I still have it and it still works a treat. And I think if I could start guitar purchasing again now, I'd only buy down electros, but I'm too, I'm too deep. Yeah. I, I think about this every once in a while. Like I was just, I was talking about it with um, Matt, the singer guitar player for Belta Lauda and uh, which is great because he's listening to the pod now and has really. Uh, oh, is um, he? He's a really, great guitar player. Yeah, yeah. I, I love how punky Matt is. Dear, dear listener, if you've not checked out one one of JD's many uh, <laughs> bands, Belter Louder, they are they are an excellent adventure down modern uh, punk rockness. Mm-hmm. Tonally, very yeah. very awesome. Yeah, uh, it's it's great, and but also uh, I've. You know, we have a thing like Matt loves Harley, like Harley Benton guitars, and you know, it's, it's like, and like all this stuff that's like really great that's out there that I'm, you know, I'm a bit too far into like boutique everything and, and right, right. real niche. So it's like we have, we have very differing like pedal boards, but now the gap is closing. Um, and he's basically like, we, we spend a lot of time talking about pedals and, and stuff now, which is great. So, um, that's pretty cool. I don't remember where I was going to start, where that was going. I'm sorry, did I, uh, oh, no, <laughs> did no, no, I throw no. you off? <laughs> no, I just, you, you said nice things in the middle and it, it threw me. <laughs> and then I just, I just don't know. I don't know how to recover. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah never do it again. No, that's fine. Um, also, look. if anyone in the UK wants to buy uh, some vinyl, I have some here and I'm happy to ship. <laughs> <laughs> Belter Louder are a great band, dear listener. Yeah. Do check them out. Yeah. If you love this yeah. podcast, dear listener, check them out. Yeah. Actually, speaking about how we started this podcast episode talking about um i guess podcasts and how long they've been lasting for and talk about Mm. loving this podcast um i've been absolutely hammered this week dear listener we got uh yeah no one reviews stuff anymore you know like Mm. on on like spotify doesn't let you sort of review stuff which is fine but um but uh, you know, Apple Apple Music, you can still review stuff, and and it's all linked to my phone. Like every social media platform is linked to my phone, which it, let me assure you, dear listener, is terrible if you have any form of anxiety. And and you know, I, I have had. I don't talk about anything on this podcast, but dear listener, I have had an atrocious year in my personal life and uh and that i got absolutely hammered last night like look, not not drunk i mean i was just mm. like oh a message on my phone oh it's someone reviewing us on apple music telling telling us that we're awful and at the same yeah. time i think i had like on facebook one of our one of our posts a post i made of the gibson e- eb6 do you remember what that we yeah, saw yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on facebook that post just got picked up you know and it, it just gets ex- it, it it occurs on lots of people's walls and uh someone said something about the you know oh i bet it doesn't intonate at all uh, you know great and, classic uh, and 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 I just forgot. I just wasn't thinking or looking at the fact that it wasn't in the safe confines of the guitar nerds group on mm. Facebook. It was on general Facebook, and I sort of made a comment, being like, "Ah, oh, intonations for you know uh, John Mayer." Uh, yacht dads <laughs> oh my goodness i opened up oh, some floodgates floodgates of abuse there have been i don't know i don't know like 60 70 comments on there oh. mostly abusive my oh, damn and then i you know that happened in the day and then i was out in the evening i was like, oh my phone's beeping ah oh, someone telling me and 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 specifically and i'm going to adjust to this they were saying they were saying that we don't talk about the subject matter. This was amongst other things, dear listener. Uh, that we don't talk about the subject matter of the podcast until the last 10 minutes. And the reason for that is I don't <laughs> name the podcasts until I'm listening back to them. And mm. I tend to only remember the last 10 minutes and be like, well, that's the name of this episode. So that is the genuine reason. But for that reason, sorry. Sorry, go on. No, Jamie. no, 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 no. You go ahead. Sorry, I was just, I was just being huffy. <laughs> For that reason, I really want to. Even though we've got twelve minutes in, and this is probably already <laughs> too much guffaw, I want to dive straight in. Oh, I want, yeah. I want that person back because you know they, they, uh, they commented through Apple, the Apple Podcast review, which means that they, they get to, they get that wonderful anonymity. Um, but I want them back, so we are going to. 
dive straight into 13 minutes now straight into the topic of the week that's right dear listener we're not messing around here we're talking about the topic of the week and that topic of the week is christmas stocking fillers this is and the title of this podcast will probably be christmas stocking fillers with guitar nerds episode 45 something like that that would be the title how about christmas stocking thrillers yeah, <laughs> even better, even yeah. better. I like that, that title. Even more. It's a bit crap, but you know, ta. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> even better. So JD and I are going to talk about the things we think because, dear listener, it is nearly Christmas or the holiday season, as they say in mm. America. JD, it's uh, well, it's, uh, you know. it's uh, it, we're we're nearly there. It's the end of the year. It means it's time to treat yourself, dear listener. Or if you have loved ones who are like, what can I get you this year? And you're like, I have everything I need. Well, Mm. maybe you don't. And JD and me are going to point out a few things that we think you should buy for yourself or get other people to buy for you because accessories. Also, I just want to say, no one who's listening to this podcast – Certainly this episode is thinking, I have everything I need. <laughs> and if they are, it's for the f- most fleeting of moments. <laughs> and you know, it's the same thing as like, oh, I think my pedal board's finally done. It's like, is it? Is it Clarence? You're gonna <laughs> yeah. who's gonna get a new pitchfork in in a week's time? <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? If you're listening to a guitar podcast, the chances are you cannot slake the thirst for guitar gear. So Christmas stocking fillers with guitar nerds. We're uh, we've got a massive list of things that we think would be an excellent purchase for you, dear listener. I can't not not start this, JD, without talking about Music Nomad. I know, dear listener, that um, I, I, I talk about this brand a lot. I know also that they're a sponsor of the podcast. Um, don't don't think too much that you know. I'm just talking about. You know, sponsors uh they haven't asked me to talk about this and and actually for the sponsorship i approach them not the other way around and i approach them because as far as i can see they make the best stuff they make the best gear um for guitar maintenance for guitar repair and just for looking after your gear uh rand who who is the founder and owner of music nomad just seems to be really interested in making stuff that's actually reliable well built stuff that will last you know your your tours stuff that you can use on the road as well as at home and things that are just designed around getting out of every situation or dealing with every situation um and you know if if you check out musicnomadcare.com dear listener you'll see that there are so many big companies that support music nomad that are officially like this is what we use and i mean i'm including fender custom shop sadowski specter um emg pickup stramberg uh kiesel sir um that they you know the the list is is eastman eastman dw you know there are there is a, a, a an endless list of fantastic brands who rely on music nomad gear because it is so good. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just thinking about music nomad and stuff. So like, I when we first started talking about like sort of a Christmas stocking like episode or like the the kind of stuff you get for yourself or you get for someone else. Like I always tend to, the, the number one thing that I always think first that I think is a perfect stocking stuffer is, which is how we say it in the U S um, is really, uh, yeah. Stocking stuffer. Stocking yeah. stuffer. Well, I, or never, I never knew that. Yeah, and we go stocking filler. Oh, well, well. cultural differences. I love a cultural so, difference. Yeah, that's that, that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, to be fair, there's probably someone else being like, I've never heard that either. It's like, okay, well, I grew, I grew up in Southern Indiana and lived yeah, in California I mean, you for are a like long time. Fifty-two so who knows? different yeah. countries. Yeah. So it's, so it's uh, <laughs> like, but um, yeah, but the thing I always recommend is so like I have a it's a, a basically a little mini tool set that i have from stew mac that i got it's their guitar tech screwdriver set but it's it's basically like a little driver with loads of different tips it's incredible it's got it's basically all all the different allen uh wrenches sizes you'll need all the different um sort of you know 
Phillips across and flatheads and you know just basically all the all the tools that are meant that you would need for your guitar in, in a tiny little case um that that I I have a couple of them I've given them to friends over the years I you know I, I they're in each of my gig bags I sort of always have one wherever you know it's like I have one on the rehearsal space I have one here it's just sort of always with me um I was looking at trying to get some more of them and now that I live here uh it's very hard uh, to get stuff from Stumac, Stumac or it's just really isn't an option for us. Over, yeah, over yeah, it's just of the pond. Certainly now that shipping has just become what it is, you know, like yeah, now that it, it just it just costs way too much. And so I, before we were looking at this, I looked at at Music Nomad even before I knew we were doing this episode, and and they have basically a very similar set, which is their it's just screwdriver and wrench set, which is actually probably a little bit more. Um, useful because there's loads of stuff in the Stumac one that is probably just overkill. Um, but it's because it has like wire brush and like all kinds of stuff in it. But this I, one, I, this blue one that I'm holding, obviously, oh, yeah, if you're listening, yeah. you, can't, you can't hear Oh, this, that yeah. blue one. Yes. Oh, it looks, I mean, it looks, looks great. And it's, you know, like easy, easy to put in, easy to f- fit in a gig bag, easy to put in a case, kind of. Or just chuck in, you know, your your random sort of kit bag that kind of goes with you to gigs or shows and stuff. And it's just, it's great. I I have some of the Music Nomad, like the diamond, like their diamond coated nut files. I bought a couple oh, of those when I was yeah. uh, for the Bronkoff. Actually, is when right. I when I got those because I was I wanted to sort of re I wanted a different nut and to reseat the nut and stuff. So I bought some of those files because. I know what sizes I want, so I just have individual, some individual files, and they're they're really great. And it's it's the thing is like until I really started buying like tools from Stumac or, or Luthery specific tools, I didn't appreciate like how nice it is to have a tool that is meant for the thing, like yeah. meant for guitar, you yeah. know? Because it's it's like yes, you can go buy a kit from from Lowe's or Home Depot or you know Miter. 10 or wherever if there is any new zealand listeners um but (laughs) but it's but if you're looking at at those places it's you you get a tool set but it's you kind of make those tools do the thing you want but having guitar specific ones it's like they keep they're all just tailored a bit more to what you want and it's it's such a cool thing and it's i think for stockings especially and for just general like small gifts amongst family or stuff too or family friends sort of gifts exchanges it's just it's nice to get all this stuff that doesn't really feel like like normally i'm not excited about buying i'm a a bit excited but like normally i'm not super excited about buying nut files you know but (laughs) but it's the kind of stuff where if i got it in a stocking i'd be like oh this is great you know and it's it's always those kinds of things that i think i really love this like that the the tool set like i genuinely love it and it's like this is a thing i can i can't imagine going without like it you know and the same as same as the music nomad case like it's 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 a case that is as beat up as any of my any of my you know like cases i fly with yeah it's just yeah. it's just it's it's seen the world yeah that, yeah exactly like, yeah. all my like uh, do you know i i, I shot a little uh real video just today to mm. to be like you know because it is christmas stocking time and i wanted to tell people what i think you know would be cool purchases and i was trying to take videos of my music nomad stuff but of course I've owned these for two years and they've come on every tour that I've gone. And so they're all like, some of them are sun faded and and they've all got like knocks in them where, you know, where the cases have been knocked because I have used these for every single setup for the last two years. And, and I know it seems like a, 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 a silly thing, maybe dear listener, but, but they, once you find a kit that you can absolutely trust, I feel like if you gig as a guitar player, trusting and trusting your equipment, and this is why I've been a big fan of the MS3 for so many years mm. when so much other technology has has surpassed it, is that I knew it. I knew the MS3 and I trusted the MS3. I knew the effects on it. I knew that it was reliable, that it wasn't going to break and the effects were going to sound good you know, all, all the time. And... And the thing with the Music Nomad stuff is I think it's top quality guitar maintenance stuff. And trust me, when you're in a 
in like a bar and you're trying to sort out something that went wrong at the previous gig and you've got about 10 minutes until the drummer finishes sound checking and you need to get something sorted having a maintenance kit that you know is good is actually pretty important yeah i mean it's it's also just like the amount of times it comes in handy for just random like maybe not even like not even guitar related stuff but like van related stuff or you know or or something happens to like a laptop or whatever and you're like oh actually i can i can use this to you know to get it you know unless it's unless it's glued and you know has like a bespoke bit you know like that kind of stuff but yeah yeah, there's the thing is what i'd say is like with with the music nomad stuff especially there's just so much that's like really cool so there's the kits and everything that i really like and i think that's a that's a really good thing to get um for someone but there's there's like they have so many wrenches or spanners or there's you know like the the tools that are made specifically to take the nut off of the toggle switch on a left uh, on a les paul or to take um you know to take the the nut out of like a telly uh, input yeah. jack or like all of those things like get get that tool it will forever change your life it will for you know like yeah. you know and and just really let you be able to to do this stuff that doesn't or or to just be able to do this stuff you know like even if you don't actually use it you know <laughs> like it's just it's nice to be able to have it and to know that it's there this is the perfect kind of it's a perfect kind of thing to be able to 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 put like you know, something that's like five pounds or, you know, like $8 or so, someone thing like that, like in, in someone's kit or be like, Oh, we got you this little thing or a few of these little tools and stuff. We thought this yeah. would be neat. You know, it's like, it's, it's great. It's really, I can't say enough nice things. And like I said, like, I love the music nomad stuff. I have a lot of it. It's great. It's yeah. probably what I, you know, like it's what I will buy when I buy new stuff. Um, Absolutely. Just, yeah. So, absolutely it's that it's just a brand that seemed to be cutting above everyone so it's you know they it's just really good stuff like you know we were just talking about the maintenance stuff but they do a guitar spa kit which is Mm. bar kit do listener which is uh just all the um all their sprays like their polishes cleaners um they do a fret dressing kit i did a little video on their fret dressing kit which has these little you know these covers that can go over fret by fret they do three different sizes to deal with most frets and then they do their frying their actual fret polish so that you can polish up your frets they do a little toothbrush kit microfiber cloths they do a whole kit for like satin finished guitars as well they they've kind of got something for whatever your situation is you know they've got they've got it covered yeah i think i mean i think where i, I got into I, picking i think it maybe was like the microfiber cloth or something was probably what i picked up first and it was i was in a shop and just wanted to buy something you know and was like <laughs> oh you know like you know that thing when you look around it's like oh, i i i feel i don't want to i came all the way here i should leave with something so so I get that but yeah they have so many things their fret rocker i really like too so that's be able to check like where where you may have a high fret or what you you need to use and i have i have a sort of a, a more robust version of it from you know actual building world um but like being able to have like precision and again something meant for meant for guitar has all the measurements for guitar on it has all the like stuff handy so you don't have to go back and think like oh should this be 0.02 or point you know one six and kind of stuff but it's just it's really cool kids you know it's great it's great to give and receive (laughs) so there you go dear listener that's uh, our first recommendation is music nomad care you can't really make a bad decision with what you look for from them but honestly if you've got a lot of guitars or even a few guitars and you care about your guitars uh, you know again i approach them to sponsor the podcast because i think they make the best stuff i think um that they are well worth your guitar stocking money let's move on to the next thing the next thing i've popped down because i've done i've made a little list dear listener jd and i have made a little list of everything and we're talking about everything from smaller amps to cables to 
you know, uh, to power supplies, to pedal kits, to straps, to everything. There's lots of stuff here. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is plectrums, picks to uh, the other side of the pond. Um, picks. There are lots of great pick companies. Gravity Picks is someone we've talked about in the past. Um, Huffschmidt Plectrum's a, a, a brand from Switzerland that I've been very excited about in the past. There have been a load, but this year I am very excited about Honey Picks, a brand that we have talked about uh, a little bit on the podcast before. But honestly, if you want like a premium Plectrum, you could do a lot worse than honey picks. The, the amount of shapes, sizes, grips, everything else is astounding. Um, JD, have you checked out honey picks before? I, I actually have. I mean, I think maybe I've played one um, one of yours like once that right, I really like. Right. But I, I mean, w- w- when we first started talking about it, I, and full disclosure, we said things for stockings and or things we would buy ourselves. Yes. yes um, so, yeah. and so, or things that we want. And so I was like, you know what I really, I really need is, is to find my, I need to find a plectrum that I really like. Cause I, oh. I just, I've been such a finger fingers style um, oh. player for so, for so long that, you know, I've, I've always kind of played with a, a pick here and there, but, never really into it but in the last few years i've been really leaning more towards playing with a pick um well i guess the punk band and everything yeah punk band punk band helps um and also like some of that stuff i'm doing now i'm just i'm just really into like the different sort of grooves and just you sort of an it's a fun challenge for me because it's like it sort of adjusts the way i i've been playing um also i when we when uh we did a belt aloud tour like last summer so not the one just gone and um i we were in rehearsal for a few days beforehand and i hadn't f- properly prepped so i full on blistered um <laughs> and so i was like so i relearned some of the songs with with a pick that i hadn't had so i was just like i know i just always i have much more facility now than i did then like, but it, but I, can't, I i still don't i'm not quite there yet and so like i don't really know what i want so it's tough for me to sort of to move into like i don't know sort of the posh plectrum world of stuff you know where it still feels a bit like i don't know i guess i guess i just get the the dunlop that i had in the 90s you know (laughs) or something (laughs) or and like i and i have piles of just random plectrums like the one i have in my hand now i like it's it's chromacast picks that i i have some of theirs that I'm sure I got it Nam or something like that, but yeah, all the honey yeah. stuff looks great. I I think I would really like to have posh picks. Yeah, so. I mean they they do a full range, like they go crazy posh, but mm. you can also like their you know they do their beehive range is a relatively standard pick range that can go from uh, you know like one mil to five. Yeah mill which is pretty impressive i love that on their website they show you the dimensions so you have some idea of their large medium and small pick size as well as the thickness and they show it in comparison to a united states of america quarter dollar uh which Great. i don't really have any ref point of reference on no. <laughs> but but oh, it's wonderful. roughly the size of a pick <laughs> like- I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean. To be fair, it's sort of like it's. uh, I have used a quarter instead of a pick many times. Um, So yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, that's also. I love it that they show a quarter as as the reference but it's still in millimeters <laughs> which so like, so like <laughs> i didn't think about that that's yeah, yeah. fantastic yeah. oh it's good i love it yeah <laughs> Wait, is that right in the states you still you're still talking about plectrums even at that finer point i mean actually uh, for what it's worth the imperial measuring system is obviously uh, technically more accurate than uh, the metric yeah well don't post that on facebook and uh, <laughs> we'll have another no so so most i mean most it's interesting so like most picks like the the thickness of the picks are all rated in millimeters so you still get like your 0. 0.73 or 2.0s and 1.5s right, right, like right. those but uh, or you get 
you know, medium or uh, medium, yes. light, you know, but, yes, yes. but yeah, but it's, so the, there's, it's just sort of whatever is convenient, really measuring system wise, you know, <laughs> but it, but yeah, but like, but as far as like size and shape of a pick, like I, I like thickness, I know how to gauge. Um, because I know, like, I tend to play like somewhere between point seven three and two point right, um, right, depending. Right. But um, also, I went to two point and then was like, this might be a bit thick for what I want. But I was, I was in the Ingve school of like, <laughs> well, I don't want, I don't want any give in the pick because you know, like the nanosecond of timing difference it makes to me um <laughs> with my impeccable timing anyway <laughs> is that's great yeah and everything i need needs to be you know that. i do find myself yeah. less accurate on strings with a thicker plectrum but i don't yeah. think that's uh that's i think that's because i'm used to playing a point eight um and i mm. think that's that that's probably why it's it's more to do with familiarity than uh than it is to do with yeah actual accuracy what? I guess my hand is used to making those. It's weird to think that that's the case. Yeah. Yes, it is that my hand is used to making larger movements and smaller movements are probably quicker, but my hand's so used to them that it means that I'm missing strings or I'm less accurate as soon as I'm using something thicker. Since 2010, Music Nomad Equipment Care has been making premium and innovative guitar care products used and trusted every day by top guitar repair shops, guitar makers and touring techs in over 50 countries. Pro quality but affordable Music Nomad is also the go-to for countless guitar players around the globe to help their guitars look, sound and play their best. Whether changing strings, setting up your guitar, or detailing every inch of your gear, Music Nomad products are designed and engineered to be their best in class. From top to bottom, each product is so well thought out that it's clear their passion for guitar care is unmatched. With over 100 industry-leading products, it's hard to talk about them all, but some of the favourites are their 100% natural fretboard oil that cleans and conditions your fingerboard like no other, their guitar tech tool sets that can adjust just about anything on a guitar, string changing tools that make changing strings a breeze and actually fun, and they demystified the guitar setup process by developing their new innovative Keep It Simple Setup, aka KISS for guitar setups. Their KISS precision gauge toolset comes with easy to follow instructions and many how-to videos anyone can follow to set up their guitar to play and sound great. And last but not least, their recent introduction of a game-changing fret care tool line, which takes fret care to the next level. Make sure you check out what all the buzz is about around Music Nomad, as they truly are redefining and raising the bar in equipment care. Learn more at musicnomadcare.com or follow them on social media with at Music Nomad Care. I, I don't know. This, yeah, same. That's that's sort of what I I feel. I, I feel more sluggish with a bigger pick. Like I, and it doesn't really, doesn't really make, doesn't make loads of sense. I also think it's 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 my technique and being used to like sure. I said, like a point eight yeah. than it is. And and I'm sure if I played with a two for more than two hours and yeah. actually yeah. tried to work on it, I'd be like, oh, it's fine, you know. But. Pfft. I don't know what I want yet, so I don't I don't know where to spend my time. Um, I'm really I'm really interested in in trying a lot of these honey picks, and I you know I've seen you do some you know some stuff about honey picks, and I've been wanting to well to try. So I, you know I feel like this is a really good really good opportunity to get like some sort of you know big variety pack because oh, honestly, yeah. like if I yeah. if I genuinely if I had you know, like a five millimeter, uh, one millimeter, you know, like all the different ones. And it, it gave me a chance to sort of, I mean, let's face it, you know, have a bit of time off around the holidays and, um, and I'll also want to try my new stuff, but also might just want to go sit in a room and play guitar for a bit. Um, it'd be nice to be able to, to try a lot of the stuff out. Cause mm, yeah. I think I had a bad experience with picks initially. Cause when I first started playing bass, um, played with a pick cause I was playing like my grandparents, um, they had like an old bass and, you know, it was all the old felt picks and everything. Oh, and, and all I wanted to do was just do, uh, I wanted to slap 
uh, and do all that stuff. And it was just a big, you know, a felt pick on an old um, foamed bridged, uh, like Kent, like that, that variant of the Tysco's, you know? So it was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was great. Well, uh, I mean, if you are thinking about trying out Honey Picks, dear listener, and you don't want to get a variety pack, um, I can thoroughly recommend a plectrum size they do called the Honey Jar. It's designed to offer two different tips for players. So one similar to a, a jazz style and the other sort of rounder, uh, a warmer, fatter uh, sort of plectrum end maybe more suited for for bass players but it's got those mm. two tips and then one sort of rounded edge where you obviously can hold it which uh which is great it's two plectrums in one and you can get it from one mil right up to five mil which is very very useful with great grips as well grips are really important to me i think yeah. when i first started using custom plectrums I don't know what I got. Like, uh, I think uh, I think I was with Rob Chappers at a show, and he gave me a bunch of his Gravity plectrums, and I was like, "Yeah, these are great. I really like them." And I tried to use them like a, a practice when I'm playing for three hours, and they kept slipping out of my hands because actually, when you're not playing in a bedroom, a grip on a plectrum is really important. Yeah. And uh, it, you know, if you're not using uh, whatever it's called, Duralon, Duralon. Whatever, whatever the standard plectrum material is called, Derelin. That's the Der- one. Yeah. <laughs> That's derelict because it's Der- matte. Dalek. Because it's like a, a matte finish. That 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 plectrum material has grip, but a lot of uh, a lot of certainly the boutique plectrums are gloss, which is fantastic. If you use a you know <laughs> a quad cortex in your bedroom, there I'm yeah. sure they're fine uh, with your Strandberg, but. If you're using them in any situation under any form of hot lights where you might be playing in front of people or person, um, <laughs> then they are, you know, a grip becomes very, very important. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, I... I feel like uh, not too long ago I did like a real deep dive into pick grips, like all the different, all the different um, textures and things, and the ones that are molded. Like I have a few with like rigid, like the sort of sharp grit, like ridges molded into them and stuff. And I, I think the other thing is like my my thumb and fingers, because I'm mostly still I'm mostly a finger style player. They're uh-huh. very calloused, and I sort of need something to really sort of stick into you know like <laughs> stick into the <laughs> yeah. the yeah. concrete that is my fingers so you know sort of so yeah so that's interesting that's interesting i'll i'm i'm gonna pick some of these up i mean i say that i'll do my best because you know my birthday's coming up soon and also this, this is the time of year where like i need to not buy anything because it's <laughs> like when people buy stuff for me but also, I mean, well, you're having a civil um, partnership soon as well, JD. Yeah, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, this oh, is yeah. this could be yeah, your gift low, for me. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, just like <laughs> a vat of honey picks. That'd be great. All the, all yeah. this, like an entire like one of everything. <laughs> but that would be the picks, confetti yeah. at the. Oh, uh, great. <laughs> It'll be eco glitter. It'll be great. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so next on our list, um, we've got to talk about strings. Um, yeah. There are an obvious. Uh, stocking filler, dear listener. And what better a string company to talk about than String Joy? Um, you know, dear listener, they're fantastic. There's a reason that 
Tone Mob and Guitar Nerds, um, you know, are both big, big fans and 40 Watt Podcast are big fans of Stringjoy. And it is because they make absolutely fantastic plectrums. Not only that, they've, they've, excelled uh, sorry plectrums uh, strings yeah. i was uh, like what do they <laughs> Whoa, check those yeah hmm. um they they've also excelled far beyond strings to to make a fantastic website that's full of wonderful information um you know great a great source of just guitar nerds knowledge as well as making great strings but the best thing about string joy is of course that they do custom shop strings. So you can have any gauges you like, they will make. And I think that that is very cool. Yeah. That especially, you know, coupled with the fact that they're very reasonable prices. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's well worth checking out. Yeah. Also, I, I, they do make picks. So they, <laughs> they do, do they do have a, a a lovely range of picks i also just yeah. just saying the same thing about string joy like um like string joys are what i have on my kramer that i've been recording with um recently so like i and i'm very picky about strings like more so than i really want to be uh, but i i've been really really enjoying them like the ones the ones i have on the on my kramer um but but again, what you're saying is about the the custom the custom gauges. It's really cool and important because I, I always feel like that's something that's missing. Like that was definitely wasn't around um, in any sort of reasonable, affordable way when the podcast initially started. You know, there was there yeah. was no way there was no way besides buying two sets. And since we're both bassists, that's incredibly cost inefficient. <laughs> um, and, and probably then I was still playing like five strings or stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, you're paying $30 for a B string alone for most sets, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is it. It's been, this is a really recent thing that mm. interesting, whatever strings you want has been an option. It was why when during lockdown, dear listener, I went through this big short scale phase that string joy were able to provide me with strings for a short scale that i could get into d standard as in uh one two five to 75 <laughs> yeah um, but you know that it is so good so good that you can do those sort of things but their standard gauges are great i really like their broadways so i have their mm. broadways for guitar for standard electric guitar they're their broadways are pure nickel which i like it's just an old school guitar string nothing fancy nothing coated nothing over the top it's an old school guitar string that sounds great they do 12 to 52s which is the correct gauge and you know they're they're, they're it's a premium priced string they're 14 dollars and 90 cents straight off of their uh off of their website and if you're in the us for a set of 12 to 52 nickel strings but they are custom made custom wound to an extremely high quality um uh, you know i can't i can't recommend them highly enough if you want to actually get something quality for a guitar that you love then there is nothing better than a string joy string that you can possibly string it with yeah and it's a good it's a good time to sort of splash out on a couple sets of strings you know instead of just grabbing slinkies or just grabbing the same ones you've had for 15 years you know it's a it's a good time to sort of go oh let's I try something new and so and thinking of which I I think I'm going to pick up a couple of sets because I I want to restring my acoustic and you know I frankly don't didn't know what what's what's really good but this has really made me think like maybe I'll just grab a couple sets of the like the naturals or you know maybe I'll get coded because I don't really play it as much as I ought to interesting yeah I have great shout great shout plus they look cool like I really like the packaging like the I mean, they're just in boxes, but you know, it's it, it feels signed it, on the inside. Yeah, it feels every gifted. set is signed by the person that wound them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's it's really cool. It's it, it also gives you that touch of like, oh, some someone made these. You know, it's not it's not some just like giant factory Terminator that's liquefying itself and then turning into. I don't I don't know yeah. where I was going with that metaphor, <laughs> but just imagine Terminator Two making strings. That's fine. There you go. There cool. You go. I was learning recently about how long it would actually have taken the Terminator to break down in the lava pit. 
Oh, I imagine it's. I imagine it, it wouldn't be quite straightforward. No, it's much longer, much longer. The, the whole end scene would have lasted like another movie. Now imagine, imagine they, that would have been like a post-credit scene. <laughs> no, it is like, like after after you know, you could be mine finishes. I get. I don't remember what the credit song was. I think it was probably that. Um, and then and then you just still see the Terminator being like, oh, everyone's gone, you know, and he's kind of like, I'm all right. Thumbs uh, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm fine. I'll be, ba-, you know, it's like I'll be back. Something like that. Very <laughs> funny. Um, so another thing oh, yeah. that I think that you should consider, dear listener. Again, I, I I put a little video up of this on Instagram recently, and I spoke about this on a previous podcast. Open Hagen. They are guitar wall hangers that actually look good. That's yeah, the yeah. point. That's the point. Yeah, then they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not cheap, dear listener. You're looking at sort of between fifty and sixty pounds um, for a wall hanger, which I I understand. I guess that's a lot more than the sort of fifteen twenty quid. I guess you'd play pay for a normal one. But if you're thinking, and I mean specifically for this, because I'm not suggesting you spend sixty pound on a wall hanger just for wherever. But if you're planning to put this in your living room, like if you're basically if you're not planning to put this in a lockup or a uh, your rehearsal space or your bedroom maybe you want a guitar hanger that doesn't look rubbish because guitar hangers do look rubbish they look like tiny yeah. deers on your wall yeah. deer heads on it it's weird no one wants that they look naff um open hagens not only look good but they collapse back into the wall mm. as a in a disc shape as well which is which is pretty cool and they do loads of different um like four different wood finishes so you can get the wood finish that matches, I don't know, the legs on your sofa or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the honestly, the like I, I saw that video or I saw you were posting about, and and I, I'm always on the lookout for like actual new innovation in guitar hangers because I've only ever had in the last like 20 years like the hercules ones because i think i think they're the most reliable best yeah. ones yeah yeah they are good but they're and, the worst looking <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hercules yeah, I mean, stuff looks rubbish but it's so, so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but the, th- the thing i was thinking about this because like the fact that it does just collapse into like just looking like a little disc like it looks like it's a a carbon monoxide detector or something but like a a really nice one like the the wood grain ones just it's it's like looks that size on the wall, but I was thinking about it, especially for places where maybe the guitar doesn't live there, like like maybe it's your your office or something yeah. like that. So you play guitar sometimes, or the guitar lives in its case most of the time. But if you're you're in a room where you may or may not, you know, be playing guitar constantly, when when if the guitar isn't hanging there, it's just a tiny little thing on the wall that just looks looks like it. it it could be a Wi-Fi hotspot or something. You know, I'm, this makes it sound like it looks way techier than it is. It's very, it's very Scandi, right? Yeah, but it's, it's very like Scandinavian. <laughs> but it's, but it's like looking at it, and and it just seems really cool. But it seems like the perfect solution to to a space. Like if I, I might get some of these to have downstairs at ours because it would be great to have a guitar hung there sometimes if i'm playing downstairs and want to get up because i'm making dinner or something like that but i don't want i don't want a guitar hanger if the guitar is not there because it's right yeah as you're saying, exactly it's ugly. yeah it looks yeah. weird yeah yeah and these seem like really good reason like really good sturdy guitar you know i don't have direct experience with them but i mean that's for you but it seems like it's i'm i'm sure you don't get to you know a product doesn't get to market without you know, actually going, yeah, it can hold a guitar, you know, but yeah, <laughs> but it looks yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. So, so if you're looking for a wall hanger for an important space in your house, dear listener, Openhagen, I think, uh, openhagen.com or just check out the video link on our Instagram or, uh, or, or wherever Facebook. Um, I think they're, you know, they're, they're great. Great. Oh. Um, Let's talk about capos, shall yeah. we? G seventh yeah. capos. See, they're, they're, I sort of uh, I throw that in immediately. Like, an, I don't know if you have any alternative capo suggestions, but I just feel like G seventh make the best capos. Um, they're extremely good quality. The mechanism is actually reliable. It's not just a little spring. It's on that, uh, you know, that 
uh, it locks down onto your strings. They have a custom shop where you can have wow. anything written on the the front of your capo if you should want. What better a stocking filler than that, oh, dear listener? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I, I, and to be fair, I've never heard the phrase capo custom shop before. <laughs> Um, but I'm I'm I am here for it, and I'm well. In, and the, I mean, I I have played the the G7s, and I I like them a lot. And I think you know you're completely right in that it works really well. And that's always been a bit of my my reluctance for capos. Um, also, I went to music school, and you know, um, so I just everyone glaring at you if you're wearing. Or if you put a capo on your guitar. Oh, really? Um, but, you know, well, I just didn't think. I was like, oh, just, just learn how to play different chords. And it's like, oh, oh you're right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's just, like, certainly the like the performance series are the ones that I keep thinking about, which are I think are their more top, like the performance threes, I think they're. Right. Um, they were, like, again, it's the same sort of thing we just keep talking about. It's like, it's just really nice to have really trustworthy, reliable tools and if there's any time to really get that sort of lifelong piece of accessory, you know, like that's, that's, it's the holidays. It's, it's yeah. stockings. It's, it's a giftable, a giftable thing where it's not the capo that that's just like the $10 capo hung, you know, no, like exactly. by the register at your local guitar shop. <laughs> like it's, it's a nice one. And the idea that you can get custom, like, that's ridiculous. I, I'm well into it. Like, great. It's well great. My my yeah, my uh, partner uh, Emma uh, got her her dad a a customized one with like one of his lyrics from his songs on the front. I thought that was a what what a lovely gift. They also, dear listener, do an 18 karat gold version. Yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. only ninety dollars. Yeah, I, I mean it's well worth it. Like certainly if you're in like a Prince tribute band <laughs> or something, you know, like like I just yeah. can't imagine. Like oh, it's, they exactly. they they do look they do look cool, and I mean, which again is nothing I've ever I've never said that about a capo before in my life. <laughs> but like, but I think I, it's great. Like I I highly recommend. It. I think I the the one I, I, I have. And dear listener, if you want to get something that is a little bit different, that makes you a bit more creative, I've got their Newport three-string partial capo, Oh, yeah. um, which I think I might have mentioned before on the podcast. But uh, I love this capo because it makes me think outside of the box because it can do – because you can put it round in any position. You can put it over the top or over the underside, and it can come over your top or bottom three strings, or it can come one string in. You can actually have – several combinations or four different combinations i guess of uh, um of strings that are capoed and you partner that with maybe dropping your e string to a d and you can create some really interesting open tunings um it's what i really liked was um actually just popping it somewhere and then trying some hand shapes and seeing what what occurred and i found it to be a really interesting useful tool for thinking out just trying something and ending up with something fun you know i thought it was uh, yeah. it was really good for yeah. exactly I, that i mean i think that's the one i mean that's it's just that's cool i'm if you've I'm, got I'm everything really that. yeah. that's uh, <laughs> that's the next thing yeah yeah cool. that's the thing you should get hey, capos capos Campos, exactly. Now, we have got so many more things to talk about, and we're going to talk about them over in the Patreon, but uh, we're going to do, uh, we're going to do so at least one more before we head over there. Clip-on tuners is my next thing. Dear listener, you, you, <laughs> might, be, you might be bulking. You might be like, ah, ah, I don't want a clip-on tuner because, you know, I have a tuner on my pedal board. Or you might be thinking, well, I play at home a lot, and a clip-on tuner is an excellent solution. But I only have to spend a couple of quid on one and they do the trick. There is nothing wrong with having a fully professional clip-on tuner. And clip-on tuners have come on a long way in the last little while. Um, the brand that I kind of want to talk about the most is is Peterson. Mm. <laughs> That's right. The brand that make the strobe tuner, dear listener. They make a clip-on strobe tuner, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm well. Like, I 
I love the Peterson stuff. Like, just it is studio level accurate, yeah. um, which is which is I really enjoy. And also, you probably know this too, but like as as someone who plays in alternate tunings or or with lower tuning, included up to and including bass, tuners are they're varying levels of reliability. Right. Uh, you know, certainly. And the Peterson stuff has always been incredibly accurate. Like even the the most inexpensive stuff I've ever played of theirs has been sort of heads and tails above like a lot of the the cheaper versions you can get, you know, like where where you get a clip on tuner that is just technically a thing that exists and tells you roughly if that's an E or a G. But, you know, like it's. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. I I hadn't really seen um, the clip-on tuners too much because I broadly hate the idea of ever gigging with a clip-on tuner. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I see occasionally I'll go and see jazz bands and they'll have clip-on tuners and I'm like, God damn it. The the other thing I find about clip-on tuners, so this is more of a public service announcement, and I think this should really be the name of the episode, because it's the last few minutes, and I think it's still <laughs> going to wind someone up. But it's like the the clip-on tuner can also go behind your guitar. There there are ways to make it so that the audience doesn't just mostly see your clip-on tuner, and that's okay. Um, so, you know, play around with uh, positioning, and also tuner doesn't have to go on the headstock. It can find some place so that no one can see it besides you <laughs> and or take it off between between songs that's fine you know do a little bit of tuning between and then take it off and go oh i'm actually <clears throat> people can see what i'm doing um yeah. or continue to wear your white socks and your tiva sandals whatever whatever you want to do <laughs> i um the the strobo clip the peterson strobo clip is 59 dollars dear listener for a strobe tuner that is incredibly accurate more accurate than probably any other clip-on tuner um yeah. i really love on their website that they just uh they have that like so it's got 740 reviews somewhere i have no idea where i don't know Amazon? I've no idea. 740 reviews. It's got five, al- almost a complete five stars from those. And just on their website, they've just got reviews coming up, but they haven't like picked the, you know, the best ones. <laughs> they've just like, they've got them with spelling mistakes and all. I mean, this is a five star review. So they've obviously got them picking five star reviews, but it says oh, very yeah. accurate tuner with two Y's. That could be deliberate. Um very accurate clip on tuner. Not as hard to use as some have stated. I probably wouldn't have that <laughs> on your front page uh-huh. of your website. <laughs> it does have a bit of a learning curve, but its uh-huh. accuracy makes it worthwhile. I have used it on a tenor ukulele and a ukulele U bass and an electric bass, all with great success. Actually, for what it's worth, I do agree with that. There is a learning curve. When I first started using strobe tuners, I was like, what is happening? What? Why are these things moving? And, yeah. you know, you're supposed to predict the direction and slow that direction. I was like, can't you just tell me if it's in or not? I don't understand why this <laughs> is better. <laughs> but once you're used to it, it is very, very, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, organic. It feels like it works with you, you know. I think it's it's interesting because it's like it's such a it's such an old version of technology that is kind of uh, I mean because you know you look at the really really old electronic measuring equipment which is basically what the tuner is yeah and it's you know it was all it was all meant to be strobe so you could you could measure it with your eye as opposed to uh, as opposed to needing like actual readings right, yeah. from it and so it's so it's like it's almost like a quaint throwback but feels like a more kind of modern weird take on it as opposed to like like you see like the old like sabines or like the old boss tuner i think we all probably had when you know we started playing and stuff and it's like oh that's two red dots flat now i'm moving it closer now it's green great (laughs) you know um assuming you can see you know red green color differences and stuff but it's but the thing the thing that i do really like about this strobo clip because i have i have seen it at shows and stuff is that it um, one, I, d- I just read that it, it does go down to 16 hertz, which is wow. very cool. And for is, you know, on. yeah, for a clip on and is, you know, 16 hertz. So like what low B is what third, uh, 
30 hertz is that where it is um i think something like that and so yeah it's i mean you could probably go to like a low f or something on it and crazy yeah and and just the fact that like you know i i play in a lot of dark environments a lot of times like like stage and or rehearsal space is is often quite dark and a lot of clip-on tuners especially are really hard to see uh, in dark environments and or in really bright environments. Um, because my other favorite tuner is the is a Planet Waves, the NS, so the, the Steinberger design little uh, micro tuners. Yeah. Because they're so tiny. They're really good. Um, but in the daytime, it's it can be difficult to actually see the screen and to make sure that it's, it's sort of... Um, yeah, it's it 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 doesn't do what I want it to do, which is what we've been talking about all the time, which is just reliable, trustworthy. I know it'll work when I need it to work, sort of thing. And it feels like the Strobo clips, like what a great what a great thing just to have. Just I I mean, I have clip on tuners all over the house, really, but that's mostly my cleanliness issues. <laughs> it's basically just like it's like oh, wherever I am, there's a tuner in in whatever room, probably. So. I think it'd be cool. I'll probably, I'll probably pick one up because I love Peterson stuff. So. Yeah, they're they're really good, very very good. Um, and if you get through the learning curve, dear listener, it's better than any other clip-on tuner probably that you can get. We highly recommend them here at Guitar Nerds. Now that is about it for the regular episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. JD and I are going to head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitarnerds. Dear listener, join us there if you haven't joined us there yet. We're going to talk about other things, other clip-on tuners. We're going to be talking about straps. We're going to be talking about effects pedal kits. Uh, We're going to be talking about cheap effects pedals, other accessory things, guitar cables, little affordable amps there's so many so many things that you should get for your christmas stocking filler that we're going to be talking about over there but uh do join us this is the penultimate episode of the year um so yeah join us for the rest of this christmas stocking filler for guitarist special um which will be the title of this podcast, unless I make it something towards the end yeah. of the podcast. How to intonate your, your vintage Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> something like that, exactly. Uh, thank you very much for listening, dear listener. You are absolutely wonderful. Uh, we've been the Guitar Nerds. You have been lovely. We'll uh, see you next week for more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. I treasure your friendship. Thank you very much you wonderful people thank you especially to our ten dollar top tier patreon backers very soon some of you will be receiving your goodie bags but for now thank you very much to nicholas strong rocket rob patterson marcus deluxe suresh dorsonic pickups rob witherden chris franklin anton fryant russ Meehan, barry gresbick steve davis daniel walker John Conaway, Russell Healing, Yogi the Guitarist, Ty Allen, Kyle Harris, Sean Hughes, Andy Hoffler, Eric Hemmer, Jeffrey Wax, Dan Pilver, Brian Einsler, Dylan Griffiths, Mark Izao Kadawaki, Eric File, Peter Pesce, Andy Manley, Joe Puttick, Blake Wyland, Phil Radomski, Dave Lee, Ross Edwards, Jason Wharton, James Dorr, Jake Gray, Derek Rich, Scott Kennedy, Steve Merkel, Abe Matthews, Christopher Losef, Stephen Burke, Robin Smith, Kytopia the Band, J.D. Short, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Rob Nordvik, Scott O'Brien, and Moog Gravit.